features seeing oh sorry I gotta yawn in the world of conspiracies the supernatural and the downright spooky there are only two men who you can trust Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan or as they prefer to be called the unexplained legends For decades, mysterious patterns have appeared on farmers' crops. But what has caused them? This week on Unexplained Legends, Crop Circles. Welcome listeners to this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. I'm Roberto Sullivan, and with me as always is... Uh, Dennis Bounty Len. And together we are the Unexplained Legends. Uh, uh, you've gone Spanish, have you? I have, or have, or Mexican, Dennis. The... Uh, Sorry, I, um, didn't mean to offend our Mexican fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, or you know what? Most of South America. Yeah. I am um, not Brazil. I have gone. Uh, I have become Roberto Sullivan because um, a, a, a fan of ours on the Discord, Magus, mentioned that he was watching on YouTube, and he, I think, he accidentally put the subtitles on. And he noticed that the subtitles were picking up. Instead of my name being Roger O'Sullivan, it was picking it up as Roberto O'Sullivan. Um, I, th- I think you the, could pull off a Roberto. I think so. I think... Um, I, I don't know. I, I definitely mentioned this to you before, that I was in a in a taxi previously. And the the driver... Was, was it fake? The, no, it was not. It was real taxi. Uh, here, I have, a, I have a problem with that anyway. The the ta- it takes <laughs> yeah. where they need to go. Well, yeah. So, so what? Like, you know, what's the definition of a taxi? <laughs> oh dear God! So you, you you mean they are paying for it? <laughs> yeah, Joe. I I um. Gee, you've sent me off on a total tangent. No, I can't believe I never told you this. I saw the fake taxi. No, you uh, didn't. You didn't. I fucking you swear didn't see you. the fake taxi. I swear from, to you. I, from the inside. <laughs> Help! Help! <laughs> this isn't free at all. Okay, so where did you where did you see the fake taxi? Um, oh, I can't. East London. I won't give the exact area. Wait, how? What, what? How did you know what it is? What do you mean? Like, was there two people and a camera crew inside it? Like, no, it's written all over. Written all over the outside. Fake taxi. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I thought they'd want to be a bit more low-key than that. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Do you know what's so funny? Is where I saw it parked up is the guy was just going into a co-op to mm. get stuff. And I. it just seemed like... Uh, I'm assuming... I'm assuming that um, the he, he wasn't... Uh, I'm assuming that he, he, he wasn't immediately prior or post. I think he was just driving it around. <laughs> I th- maybe that, just that must be a night... That must be a nightmare for that guy who's obviously just driving it from A to B, like having lads running after the car, fucking tossing themselves off, <laughs> running after you. <laughs> just constantly. Yeah, listen, I got his autograph anyway. and uh, But that's not what I was going to say at all. I wasn't going to say, I was in a taxi. I was in a real taxi mm. before. And uh, the driver was from the Ivory Coast and he pronounced my, my name uh, Roger. Okay, that would be a good move for you too, Roger. Yeah, and then for about six months, my girlfriend exclusively called me Roger when we were uh, when we were alone together. <laughs> that's uh, not that, intimately. That's not a euphemism, though. <laughs> you pause at the worst parts of your sentences. <laughs> when we were in a shop, intimate. <laughs> um, so, what have you been up to, Dennis? Uh, not much. I'm. Um, I. I really have. I, <laughs> You're in the the room from Twin Peaks. I am. In, today. <laughs> I'm actually in the dream from Twin Peaks. Um, I can't reveal too much about my surroundings at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I am in a different location. It is a black site, <laughs> and and You're I have skiff. Yeah, I am in a skiff. Listen to the last episode. Find out all about skiffs. I've been building um, a secure place for when the aliens come down. I, I see as well on Instagram now and and all these social media places. A lot of people kind of making fun of the aliens coming down and our reaction and all this. But I'm telling you, they won't be making videos when those aliens come down. Well, actually, they're already here. But when it's discovered, <laughs> you, you know, I am. Um, I posted this on Twitter today. 
posted this on Twitter. I don't know. Are you familiar? I think you are with the YouTuber Frederick Knudsen. Uh, I'm not. I've sent you some of his stuff before. He makes these very long YouTube video essays. I love them. And he's been making one about EVE Online, which I know you'd be fascinated about. Yeah. And like the, the machinations within the video game EVE Online, the history of it. And um, he has been making it for so long. It's supposedly five hours in length. He's been making it and, and incorrectly guessing when it was going to be done for like a, a, over a year now. <laughs> and I said that this has taken so long that aliens have come out before. It's true. Which is they have. really, <laughs> yeah, the, the it's only, a huge indictment. The only bit of news I have before we kick on with the episode is that you may or may not notice that. Can you see my chair at the moment? No. You can't see my chair. I'm actually on what I would call a wibbly wobbly wonder chair. I don't know if nice. you've ever had one of those before. It's, um, I don't know, you kind of wobble around in it, and it's meant to be good for your back. But what happens is when you get up off the chair, you realize how many back problems you actually have. And I don't know if that's been caused by the chair or not. I've never encountered such a chair, but at work occasionally I will accidentally click the thing that, that like sets my chair off. And um, I think I get a tiny taste of what you're on about. Have you found it good? No, it's pretty good. I think I'm lying to myself. But what all I'm saying for the episode is that there will come a time when you'll just hear me go like, and that'll be it, my back's broken. Because I don't actually have another chair. But anyway, um, it's alien technology. What are we doing this week? Because we've been really UFO and alien heavy the last couple of weeks. So where are we going? What, uh, What are we doing to freshen this up this week? Well, this week then, Dennis, I thought to change it up. Yeah. To, oh, we to, to change it up, to get away from where you have fought out. Yeah. You say? People are sick of aliens yeah. and UFOs. Yeah, yeah. To shake it up, to change it up, to give our audience the variety that they've come to desire. Um, I decided that we do crop circles. Yes. <laughs> Quintessential aliens. Nice. Crop circles. Well, whoa, whoa, we don't know. What do you mean we don't know? Surely you have to be on the side of we do know. that That's exactly we, definitely Well, no, but like we don't know what they are, Dennis. Don't be so close-minded. I keep looking at my video here and I keep saying, Jesus, where am I? It's like, <laughs> I, don't, I can't get used to it. But I'm going to give you what I know about crop circles, right? Go on. I would yeah. say it's fair to say that crop circles are probably most people's entry point to aliens. Mm, no. Okay, I think you're right. For I the sake of right. continuing the conversation, right? <laughs> um, I do think crop circles, like everyone knows what a crop circle is. I think, I think even, even, let's say, an older generation in Ireland, would your dad know what a crop circle is? I think he would. And John, I think he'd live in fear of them. From, but from the point of view of like losing that much tillage. Mm, true. Um, it would not be great for his agriculture, even though he doesn't farm. But I can, I can understand. No, but no, I don't. You, if you're from a farming background, the even if you have exited it, like my dad, um, you have like an a, an ambient connection still to farms that are just around. So, like my dad will go, "Oh, they've had a very bad harvest this year," <laughs> and especially bad harvest when he sees a UFO lifting off the field. <laughs> yeah. But oh, wait, no, that's just, just to get into it, right? I think yeah. um, for me, crop circles, uh, a lot of movies in the 90s with fields just in general, like fields, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. field of dreams, um, signs. Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers, yeah. Um, little off base. But like a lot of, a lot of crop circle-y kind of um, uh, weird shit happening in crops. Um, but I have I ever, have I ever come across... <laughs> Sorry, there's, there's. I have another guest. You okay? I have another guest. I have another. <laughs> I've got to read back now. I have another guest who's uh, wandering around here. Shh, shut up, you stupid dog. No, he's not. He's not a stupid dog. Not a stupid dog. Lovely dog. I guess on the back of that, on the back of that, we should crack on with the lamestream narrative. In 1678, a story took the rural county of Hertfordshire by storm, as some in the community reported strange shapes or patterns appearing in their crops. 
This was attributed to something referred to as, in quotation marks, the mowing devil, an unidentified demon which, out of sight of humans, appeared to have a penchant for leaving bizarre shapes in fields of unsuspecting crops. Oh, okay. What what year was that? Because I was handling a situation here. What year did you say? <laughs> you were handling a small dog. 1678. <laughs> 1678. So crop circles in various iterations have been around since then well, well we don't know Dennis. okay well they've been recorded since then would you say that uh, based well, on your research well Dennis, this was an oddity for sure but was it in fact the earliest example of what would become known as the crop circle oh. you know i've never so, really even const- <laughs> with this <What>? dog <laughs> With this dog, there's no, there's no okay, dog. Yeah, with this, with this, with this non-human bio, biologic hanging around your uh, your studio. If it was a sitcom, something incredibly bad would happen while you were trying <laughs> to look after the dog. I'll tell you something, though, right? The the owner, the chief owner, not yeah. even the owner that you think, but the chief owner listens to this podcast. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, the chief owner. Um, but no, the the our special producer here is um, is doing fine. But he's really annoyed because he can hear me talk, and I can. <laughs> anytime he hears me talk, he thinks I'm talking to him. He or thinks you're going him. mad. That's what he thinks is but happening. He, but he also keeps he also keeps saying crop circles. So I don't know what that's about. But anyway, crop circles, as you said, um, appeared in a field somewhere, but they were known as basically something a devil was the doing. The mowing devil is what they said in in 1678, and it was. Basically, you know, they're obviously coming up with what makes sense to them at the time. So they're saying that the devil or some type of devil demon thing is turning up in the uh, middle of the night and is making these elaborate shapes in fields. Do you think, though, for you, because it's interesting to get this from your point of view sometimes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you think that the, the devil and all of that stuff, like, do you think aliens just supersede them? So, like, if we hear a story about a devil, do you... Are we basically meant to believe, all right, like they didn't know what they're talking about. That was aliens. Um, no, not necessarily. Because I think, I think there's a chance, let's say aliens come down and we start chatting to them. I think there's, yeah. there's a chance that aliens are also afraid of the devil. Uh, you know what? It just wasn't what I was looking for, really. So you think that the aliens believe in the same, uh, if we're going on like whatever religions have devils in them? Yeah, I think I'm not saying they do, but I'm saying there's a potential that they might have like some conception of the the Judeo-Christian idea of hell. But you know what would be even more interesting is if they only believe in that when they're on Earth. I I, like. (laughs) Why would they only believe it when they're on Earth, though? Did they think that it's actually something that, like, it's only confined to when you're on Earth? Are you saying so that heaven and hell and all these stuff are just confined into the planet that you're on? I'm not saying that definitively, but I think that all there's right, a but, chance. But just pausing this question, are you saying if we go to Mars mm. that we're going to be opening ourselves up to a whole different, like, different, heaven and hell? Different heaven, different hell, potentially. But in that case, then there's no there's no one in that heaven and hell. Uh, well, probably very few. Like maybe ne- maybe there are if it's like um, you know if there was an ancient race on Mars. We don't know. I and people are going to get really pissed off even listening to us talk about this Why? at this stage. But but are, there's also then in this theory, right? Yeah. There's a possibility that we go to the we go to Mars, small mm. mission. They die there. And then they're the only people in heaven and hell forever. Let's say we never go back. Uh, do you know what? I think in that think situation... get a transfer? Yeah, in that situation, I think... there It would be like you'd get an emergency passport. <laughs> but sure, the, what would... Uh, what would that God and that and that hell person then... They, they'd never let them go. It'd be no, silly. It's all, it's all anyway, one God. Right? It's all the one God. Oh, it's all the one God, but he's just got different kind of departments. Yeah, he does, yeah. Like wings in a prison. Yes. Okay. And anyway, today's episode's about crop circles. Yeah. So, so we're, we're in Hertfordshire, is it? Yeah, but you just made me think of that. That was just a bit of colour at the start. But you just made me think of 
Because I do think that the devil could exist, but also aliens could exist. That there is a potential... This might have been the first crop circle, but I just want the audience to also keep in mind that there's a potential that actually this is just a coincidence. That these are the devil doing these original ones. And then after that, the aliens popped down and did it. Because it was happening on their home world as well. No. No. All I'm saying is keep your mind open to the fact that the devil might have done these original ones. But for this sake, I'm assuming it was the original crop circles. You're kind of saying keep your mind open to whatever just comes out really. What I'm saying is, are you familiar with are you familiar with the concept of a cake? Because I'm suggesting <laughs> right. that you both have it and eat it. <laughs> are you familiar with the concept of lying? Uh, <laughs> all right, okay. Crop circles, we're in Hertfordshire. It's sixteen ninety something. Yeah. The devil is causing it. Yes. Sixteen seventy eight. But there were you know, they're saying at the time they thought these were devils, but potentially were they the original crop circles. Although crop circles are most commonly associated with Britain, which I think that's fair to say, one of the earliest modern examples... Hold on there a minute. Hold on well, there a minute. I never would have thought that Britain were the king of crop circles. Really? Would you have? Yeah. That's why I wrote no. this. Uh, <laughs> I thought I thought it was I thought America were all about the crop circles. They've definitely got the most movies about it, surely, don't they? Um, well, yeah, but I think the, the confounding factor there is they have a bigger film industry. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, I just think culturally, <laughs> though, they have. I think most people are associated with America. Really? Okay. Well, uh, okay. Um, maybe people can write in about that because I, I just think it's. I think it's an interesting fact. I think that's. I think that's cool. I think. Um, well, I think you'll hear a bit. You'll hear some stuff later that I think will be will persuade you of this. Mm-hmm. So, although crop circles are most commonly associated with Britain, contentiously, one of the earliest modern examples of the phenomenon came from Australia, in a place called Tully, Queensland, in the 1960s, where a farmer reported seeing an unidentified craft flying off from behind some foliage, and leaving behind a crushed circle formation of reeds, which some referred to as saucer nests. Roger, who who refers to them as saucer nets, uh, uh, nests? I've never heard that before in my life. The guy, um, the guy who found them. Some, so him. And some other people. <laughs> His, His friend. family, probably. <laughs> His friends, <laughs> Their mates yeah. say it. Is he, is he, like, kind of implying that the saucers are breathing? No, no, it's it's not. Uh, I he's just saying that that's where they nested when they landed. He's being pithy. Yes, yes. He's the Oscar okay. Wilde of of rural Queensland. And ah, very good. I think something he's that he's gay. <laughs> I'm not commenting on that. <laughs> the something that is worth considering with this, um, especially with the ones that we're going to look at afterwards, is that's it's actually quite rare to see the. It's quite rare to see them actually be, uh, what would you say, to see what has caused them. Yeah, that's because most of the college students will come in the middle of the night to the farm. Oh, Dennis, shut up, shut up. But uh, what I'm saying is it's quite rare to see the actual UFO flying off. Right. It wouldn't take long for rumours of similar such formations to appear across the globe in places as far flung as Canada, and Wiltshire. Uh, <laughs> the, that, Where's you, Wiltshire? Yeah, I'll tell you now, that sentence didn't get a second pass over. Because <laughs> 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 I would have changed that up a bit, I think. Uh, but Wiltshire in England. Ah. Rural county in England. Um, although crop circles can be as simple as a circular formation appearing in a field of tillage, they're often more associated with bizarre patterns, sophisticated symbols, and almost always linked in some way to fractals or sacred geometry. So I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of sacred geometry and fractals and stuff. Um, Is this about everything having the um, like pie and stuff and everything measuring up to the same stuff and petals and all that crap, is it? Uh, pretty much, yeah. The fractals yeah. are interesting. They're like, uh, basically, they're like recurring. You said, you said, yeah, as if no. Well, no, no, that's like it. 
that's pretty much it. Like the the yeah. the because yeah, I, I just I just feel like you can't be disinterested in it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not disinterested. In it. Uh, am okay. I a bit tired? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not disinterested in you're slugging back Lucas Aid Sport that's a jumbo it's, it's as well actually, is it it's actually water I filled it up with uh-huh. uh, water but is it cold um, it's cold enough it's cold enough hmm. the uh, just Dennis just before this as well fucking freezer bloody uh, yeah, can you see this uh, not really. Something just fell off of it. Oh, right. You're opening up a freezer. Yeah. And what's Mr. Inside? Freezer's inside now. Oh, it's Mr. Freezer's inside. So that's also what's playing on my mind. Am I got a replacement freezer? It's working. Oh, nice. Knock on wood. Uh, so far. And um, I have a bunch of Mr. Freezer's that I'm going to suck down after this. But the what I, I was going to say is... No, fractal... You basically got it right. Fractals, sacred geometry, stuff like that. The fractals are interesting. They're like these recurring patterns that it, when you visualize numbers or visualize certain things, the patterns are just ever-recurring. And um, they're... No matter how far you zoomed out or how far you um, you zoom in, they're, they're, they're quite... They're trippy, man. Oh, before we move on there, actually, mm. I was talking to someone and they blew my mind. I know this person a very, very long time. And they asked me, how do I imagine numbers? How okay. do you imagine numbers? Um, the, oh, I would say the, the like text version of them. Yeah. So if you were to imagine like, I don't know, like, let's say you were, you're adding like 20 and 60. How mm-hmm. would you imagine that? Or like, would you just do it? Would you have any imagery? I'd, I'd, um, if I had image imagery, it would be what I would write on a page in my head. Yeah. Okay. Right. I was talking to this person, and they thought it was totally normal to imagine things like uh, a number line in space, right? Just like a gigantic amount of space, and then one to ten going in a straight line left to right, and then maybe eleven to twenty kind of go up diagonally forty-five degrees. And then 21 to like 50 going like in a kind of a loop and looping around and stuff. So they imagine it as like almost uh, a huge canvas of numbers. And that's how they add and stuff. Are they good at math? And it's unbelievable at math. Okay. That's the sort of um, thing but- that if if you said they were bad at math, I would have gone, they're a fucking idiot. But, <laughs> but now they're they doing that. So I go, okay, yeah, that, that's probably probably better than me, which is essentially cosplaying a calculator in my head. Sorry, you got you got no response to that because the last couple of words got cut out. I just oh, okay. I wasn't, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, I, I was pretty disappointed with the uh, with the response. I said it's better. You got the response at home. Oh, okay, okay. Do you know I won't repeat it then? Because the worst case scenario is it gets the exact same response <laughs> that interference got, and then and then we're really then you're stuck in in, in an awkward position where you have to decide. Will I say, oh no, that wasn't funny, or will you just have to go? Oh, I cut out again. Um, Jeez, I've been, I've never sweated so much. There's only, there's that, only but. so many, so, only so many um, feigned. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, you cut out again. Before. Hey, look, it's a funny dog. <laughs> yeah, bark, bark. <laughs> so, Dennis, to continue, right? There are certainly features seen. Oh, sorry, I got a yawn. <laughs> There's no need for that. What no need for that. That's that's an attention <laughs> yawn if I've ever seen one. You may, as well, you may as well may as well be in a fucking cartoon doing that yawn. That's ter- he's got for people who who are not watching on YouTube. He's wearing a a kind of a floppy hat with a ball on the end of it. <laughs> Get yourself together, man. We've just we've just we've told him nothing. <laughs> So, okay, right. Those features that I mentioned, fractals, sacred geometry, all that stuff, right? These are certainly the features seen among the spate of famous formations which appeared across the United Kingdom from the late 1970s onwards. While they may not appear anything special from the ground, when seen from above, this is when they truly confound witnesses, often being so elaborate and so ornate that it seems impossible that they could have been created without being witnessed let alone being done in in just a single night there are many so, oh go on sorry 
sorry to interrupt. Um, are you going to get into any of the kind of trials and stuff that people ran trying to replicate these? Uh, kind of. Kind of. Right, okay. Well, I think I've seen stuff before where they have, but I don't have the facts, mm. to be quite honest, where they've tried to replicate this stuff in a night, at night, using um, quite rudimentary, let's say, silent techniques, because you're not going to yeah. you know, bring any machines or anything in there. And I, I don't think they were able to do it. Well, you know, put a pin in but that. But I don't know. Put a pin in that, right? Because there mm. are many theories around their purpose. Some claim that they're merely a byproduct of the taking off and landing of astral vehicles. Others think they are a serious effort of communication from these extraterrestrial beings containing information important to humanity. And it is up to us to, to decipher it. Some even believe that they're merely galactic graffiti. And of course, there are those who insist that the whole crop circle craze is merely a hoax. So you're putting forward there one of the theories that these are just a kind of couple of edgy teenagers coming down, tagging Earth. Yeah. Edgelord. Um, f- Edgelord aliens. How, f- how far up do you have, or like, I don't know why I can't talk, but how far up in the sky do you have to be for you to see it? Like, if you if if you go up like countrywide, you're not going to be able to see it. You know, like if you're up in a satellite, you're not going to be able to see it. So, who are they doing it for? So, for planes, UFOs, you know, their friends. Uh, oh, the UFOs, I think. I uh, I love the. I get. I bet you're going to do this theory, but I do love the the map idea. Do you have that? You, oh, I hear yeah, some typing. I, I do, I there. do now. Yeah, I do. You have that one. That's that's the new theory stuff coming in. <laughs> that, that that they are that that they are waypoints and a map for other UFOs coming along. Now it makes absolutely no sense why someone with that kind of technology would ever need a map. But maybe, you know, maybe when you are visiting places, I mean, how well I suppose you put down a beacon, but then you just use the resources on the planet that you need. Here, here, I think you always have to you. go towards that rule. Here's one for you. What if aliens, and while we've never encountered this theory before, what if aliens use Earth as like a scout or camping retreat? So they obviously have better technology, but they're choosing to use rudimentary efforts such as crop circles to communicate. So you mean like that a couple of guys and a group of kids, aliens, come down here in the scouts? And like, kind of do all these sorts of trials on Earth, and then they get different badges and go back to wherever they're from. Mm, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what I'm suggesting. <laughs> oh, wow, and we we've, we've never come across them. I don't think. Well, no, but how often do you see a scout troop? And they're not. They're <laughs> you know not. what? You know that is so true. I can. I've never seen a scout ever. Yeah, yeah. So the my I put to you, you know. If you can go all, we know scouts exist. We know they we? exist. There's evidence and stuff. Um, and there's all those court cases. But the, so we know scouts exist. But uh, you rarely ever see a scout troop. So, you know, who's to say that, that the aliens aren't? The aliens would just have to be as, um, as secretive as the scouts. You know, there was a guy before, there was a guy before and he showed me, uh, we're at a house party and uh, this was not like, it was relatively, maybe seven, eight years ago, right? So relatively, Hmm. it wasn't like when we were 10 and he he goes, "Uh, see this here? And I say, yeah, and it was a belt and he said, "Uh, this is a belt from when I got my scout challenge camping in Europe. And I was just like, why are you wearing it, man? Like, and he goes, still fits me. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, just... So uh, I I just think I think scouts are. Uh, did you know any scouts? Do, do I do I know that man? No, you don't. No, no. Well, no, you know what? You could know him, but it would be a really like it would just be a coincidence connection. Okay. But uh, I I don't I don't know. I just think that scouts people. What do you think? What do you think? People there was um there was a girl in my secondary school. The yeah. oh, I should actually I shouldn't say any of this. No, go on. <laughs> no, then uh, I'll say, I'll say, I am, 
als uh, in in secondary school I fancied her. Yeah. Fancied her a bit. Nice qualifier. Yeah. Um she's very nice. Very mm-hmm. um very intelligent. <laughs> I hope there's a reason for bringing this up. <laughs> uh, the I um one weekend I saw her really? dressed in scout attire, and listen, it, it gave me the ick. 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 Jesus! I thought lame. Lame. <laughs> Loser. Uh, oh, wow. No. Okay. That, Scout's honor. No, that's 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 not true. <laughs> that's not true. I just the she just was in the scouts. Alright. She was in she was in the scouts and you fancied her. That was yeah. the story in a nutshell, really. That was it. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> um so tell us more about these uh crop circles. <laughs> we never got off with each other. They um in in fact, in fact, Dennis, right. Uh, we were talking about them potentially being hoaxes. There were two pranksters, Doug Bauer yeah. and Dave Chorley, who came forward in 1991 and claimed that they were in fact the source of the craze. And they were able to make these crop circles, these formations, with nothing more than a plank of wood, some rope and a baseball cap with a loop of wire fitted through it. So uh, just for that, because I looked this up, it's like the, on the top of the baseball cap, mm. have a little hoop hanging off of here, and then a piece of wire going through the hoop. Right. So that you can walk in straight lines. Okay, cool. Um, um, and that guides you, is it? Like you have, a, you have a stick behind you, you put a rope uh, as tight as you can and put that st- another stick in another place. And then do you walk? Do you walk with the hat? Then you to, walk with the wire through work? the hat. Yeah. And then they. Oh, have you seen that as well? I don't know. I don't even know where I'm getting this from. Maybe it's from like some dug up memory from watching like Discovery or something when I was younger. And they'd have like almost like tennis racket shoes on to like stamp down the. Yeah, pretty. They have big planks of wood the, on the their field. feet. Yeah, yeah. So it would. Case, Did they ever do this on Mythbusters? Uh, oh, that's a good one. That's a good question. Are you looking it up, or are you just? I am looking up. Uh, Mythbusters, Facebook. My keyboard does sound fake now. I got a new keyboard. Mythbusters. Mm, I don't know. I don't know who runs this Facebook page that Mythbusters have. You always go to that page. (laughs) And I think twice it has told us like completely wrong information. (laughs) Yeah, I, I I can't get the information off of that. So, Dennis. Case closed, it would seem. Apart from the fact... That there were thousands of crop circles formed across the globe over this time period, with only 200 being claimed by Bauer and Chorley. Further still, they claimed that they started to make them inspired by the original story of the Australian farmer in Tully, Queensland, which means even if they were responsible for all the known crop circles in the United Kingdom, we still have no answer for what caused the original saucer nest in Australia. So you're saying that they, they only claim 200 of them? Yeah. <laughs> 200. How many was there? At, uh, over 1,000. Over 1,000. All right, okay. So they they had quite a number of them. They had like a fifth. Like that's, that's basically how yeah. many they went for. But it's, Okay, that's, that's... Just let's talk about these two guys for a second, right, mm-hmm. from Winchester. No. Why would they be do what? I don't think they're from anywhere. Well, they're obviously from I somewhere, think, but I think they are. But um, okay, okay. Oh, they, you looked them up, did you? I, I just meant I, I just saw. I just, I just okay, saw okay, them. Fair. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if, to be honest. I didn't know if you said it. No. Um. But anyway, the two boys, right? Like, let's say they did do it. Mm-hmm. Why would they do it? Uh, bored. But like two hundred, you could you could ex- you could expect them to do ten, right? Get a couple of news items, maybe do one a year, you know. Like okay, may- maybe they're maybe it's not like one crop circle. Let's say they do ten, so maybe they've done it, you know, twenty times or whatever. But that still seems like a, a ton. I just like you think they'd have to get the farmers involved as well, wouldn't they? I just looked them up, Dennis. And yeah. The there's no first of all, I'll say from farming experience, there's no way a farmer saying yes to that. 
But yeah. I just looked them up and um, they fucking look like aliens. Oh, so you think that they might be like... Yeah, they're double bluffing. Again, like navigation. What do you mean? Like, as in, like, they're laying down these things for aliens, as aliens. Oh, well, they don't, the thing is, thing is, Rog, they don't have to be aliens. Well, I think they are now. Yeah, but what if they came down, they got probed and oh, stuff. Yeah. The, and then they got, they were told, like, if I was an alien, right, this is yeah. what I'd do. Right? This is genuinely what I'd do. I, I, we'd know everything about Earth. Probe all our You'd come down, you'd come down there, you'd, uh, like, put down a big light, right? You'd pretend to be a god. Yeah. Right? Which to them, you pretty much are anyway. You'd pretend to be a god. And then you would tell them, I need you to go do this work for God. But really what you're getting them to do is like to almost build like a, a traffic light system or something for your interstate UFO highway. Yeah. And then, I mean, they do it. Like, they would 100% do it. I mean, we have a story about an alien visiting some guy the, the, uh, one of the, the episodes. Relians, yeah. The, in, mm-hmm. in the creator. The, you just made me think, here's a little subplot for you. Earth, like, a la Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxies, planned to be demolished. There's some UFOs that are really passionate. They're like UFO activists. They're passionate about Earth. They get, uh, they travel down and convince these lads to make these um, crop circles so that they can make a case of like, oh no, we can't destroy this because you look at look at what they've made, like the, you know. The, oh, it's like heritage site. Yeah. Fucking bingo, bingo. And they use it I as think like a tourist trap. Um, do you think as well with these crop circles that, like, maybe the, maybe they're, uh, I don't, they don't have to be giant beings, but maybe they are huge beings. Maybe they're like four-dimensional beings or something. And Are you suggesting that it's like, the, this is just the bottom of their Nikes? Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going for. But you get what I mean? It could be, it could actually be a communication that we're completely misinterpreting. Well, yeah, yeah, I think that's that's a theory. That's like a that that's definitely one of the theories. But Dennis, um, what I'll say before we continue is that the story of crop circles remains to this day unexplained. So um, I get, I guess you're you're starting to theory craft already. So we'll we'll we'll, I guess we'll just flake on with the theories then. So continue with your one. You're saying that it's it's communication that we're not picking up on. Oh yeah, sorry. I thought you were continuing. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> I, I think not uh, not in terms of the navigation or the maps or the beacons or anything mm-hmm. like that or like, um, but I I think that it these might be four dimensional beings, right? Mm. Perhaps yeah. could be two D beings, right? Uh, actually, I don't know if two D can come up into three D, but anyway, um, but they they actually they could be two D beings, but oh my god, I saw an Instagram video the other day, right? And it was a person. Uh, and this must have come up because we were talking about it, but it it came up and it was a person saying that she, she basically had like a 2D picture, mm-hmm. right? And she had, you know, I can imagine like in school before you'd like stick on a hat or something onto a page mm. and she had a hat and Sorry, she was talking two dimensional. You know, in school before, like if you had like um, stickers or something that you'd stick on, but they're like Velcro. Like I'm talking about when you're really, really young, like when you're like, like a total idiot when you're like four or five and, and they, they, you could stick stuff on to a board or something okay yeah i mean like it it does exist i've, I've <laughs> no comes. idea what you're on about so like let's say there's a picture of a man yeah right on on the board and then he's got a velcro kind of thing on top of his head and then you can put different kind of hats oh, like on you're him. dressing him yeah <laughs> Okay, addressing yeah, him yeah, yeah exactly okay, sorry okay, i should have yeah. should have led with that okay yeah. um sorry can i just say that and you can listen to this back when you're when we're both editing this but you initially said oh you know when you're young and you put a hat on a piece of paper <laughs> I, as if you're look, like the way dressing come, the piece of paper the way it's in my head so it's, so it's perfectly okay, reasonable. yeah but anyway right but this woman was trying to communicate with two-dimensional beings. Right, yeah. Right? And what she was doing was she was giving them signs mm. that she had been there. So what she would do on this flat canvas is she would turn the sticky hat the other way around to tell them that she had been there. Okay. The- so what I'm saying is these are crop circles. I don't know are they from the, 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 the second dimension the or the fourth, fourth dimension. dimension. Yeah. Right, 
but these could be kind of commun- this is their way of communicating because we can't we can't really get into their dimensions and we can't you know like we're not going to be able to see things in the way that they see stuff so i think you should look up a book called flatland if you're interested mm-hmm. in this i think it's basically like a, a a narrative based around this idea of a three-dimensional um a three-dimensional object appearing in like a one-dimensional or two-dimensional world but the other thing i would say is i know i know a lad who thinks he can communicate with two-dimensional objects um it's just a joke and uh <laughs> he watches a lot of uh hentai yeah there we go that's the that was it. Okay. Sorry. No, I didn't mean to do that. I promise. I didn't mean to uh, kill the ship like that. I really thought you were going to tell me. Uh, <laughs> and the joke. reason. No, <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me. And I thought you were going to say the guy who we are um, friends with. Um, I thought it was going to be him. And I was like, oh, no, he needs help. Um, who is that? So I can't say it on the podcast. But anyway. Um, okay. I nearly said it there for a laugh. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, so, so. Theories. Yeah, I think. I think that that's that's what it could be. I think it okay. could be it, rather than just aliens trying to communicate with us because I think that's a little bit kind of it's a bit silly really to think about aliens coming down and 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 like putting stuff into the fields and whatever. Are, like, why is that why silly? They just, well, why wouldn't they just leave us a, a letter or something like? I mean, I'm sure they're able to communicate just as well with no, us. No, because Dennis, have you ever heard the thing of oh, if you could teach a lie in English, you wouldn't be able to chat to it. Mm-hmm. So like, yes. what you what? <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah, have you? Yeah. So, who's to say that this might be normal communication to them? And they're they're confounded by how we don't, how we don't like communicate back. Okay, so then in a kind of uh, you know Rosetta Stone type way, we can just look at all of the crop circles then figure out kind of repeating patterns. And then we can figure out what they're saying, right? So people have done no, that. What was no, their results? Different languages. Oh, <laughs> different yeah. aliens doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So you can't... Be, uh, that's where you fall down with that. So, so you're saying that the crop circles are actually all from different aliens as well? Uh, potentially, potentially. So uh, so for, first theory, really, Dennis, is we've already addressed it. It's aliens, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the branches off of that is one of the branches which you discussed is this idea of them being fourth dimensional beings communicating in, t- in a three dimensional space which I think is very mm-hmm. interesting um, the other branch from it is the graffiti branch that we mentioned earlier as well it's like just that oh it's you know they're just these are little tags they're just having having a little bit of fun which I think is also fair um, the second theory is that there? it's done by hyper intelligent ants sorry it's done by hyper-intelligent ants. <laughs> Who's, who said that? Well, that's a, that, that's a theory that's out there. Is that somebody has put forward a theory that it's actually these hyper-intelligent ants that are going around crushing all, of the, crushing all of the crops to build these big elaborate, like, structures. I saw um, an ant exhibition... And all of it was very, very cool. All of the ants were actually on these kind of ropes um, that were hardened with uh, this kind of wax. Mm. And they were actually like you could put your, you could, if you wanted to, you could pick up a rake of ants, right? They weren't behind any enclosure or anything like that. It was very, very cool. But um, they were busy doing work. And this, there was this guy next to me with his girlfriend. <laughs> and his girlfriend started laughing mad because the guy was looking at the ants and he goes, You just got to respect them. You just got to respect them. I respect the work they're putting in, you know, because they were constantly doing they it. Are. So I think to be, I think to be honest, if anyone's capable of doing it, it's probably ants. It probably. But I mean, have they found ants nests and stuff? No, have they found no. ants on the scene? No, this is very theoretical. Very theoretical. The, what does that mean, Rog? I, what is um, very theoretical? It's mean? very theoretical. It's just a concept of maybe like, is it these hyper intelligent ants? <laughs> and and <laughs> and it might be. <laughs> could not. be could be um the uh the next one dennis is that it's it's they're caused by mini vortexes okay don't i can't even no <laughs> <But> De- dennis 
We've talked about the amount of things we've talked about on this. We've just talked about hyperintelligent ants. And but what is a, what is a vortex? Is a like a, a, an air vortex. Okay, well, what's an air vortex? Like what a happens? hurricane thing. Okay, like some sort of like mini tornado yes. going around making designs. Mini tornado, yeah. Mini driver. The a mini tornado just uh, comes around and just blows it in such a way that it perfectly looks like... What? Just perfectly... And, the mini, uh, and what does the mini tornado do? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. I thought <laughs> okay. So wait, uh, oh, but then does that lend back to your um, uh, your fractals and stuff like that? Yes. So th- that this nature thing would actually just create these beautiful shapes. Yes. And All right. the and so what? Faked. So, so you're saying you're saying some of them are faked, uh, kind of nearly based on what nature is creating. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Not really being nailed down on any of these yet, are you? Well, I'm just saying that that's a that it could be. Just before we get through all the theories, is there any one that you believe in? Yeah. Just one, though? or I think hyper-intelligent ants, I think, is, like, interesting. But I think... I like... If I'm being totally honest with you, I really... Why do you have your head in your hands? I just think interesting is so, it's not, like... Um, that's not a like they shouldn't be entered into the theories if they're interesting. You know, what that do shouldn't you be mean? O- that should that shouldn't be the only criteria. That you know, is... it's like oh, I think they're made by dinosaurs. You know, like dinosaurs have from outer heard, space. Have you heard that? Where have you heard that from? <laughs> Dinobots. <laughs> like it, that can't be a criteria to bring. Uh, did you make it up? Did you make up the answer? No, I didn't. I didn't. It's on the Wikipedia. But I really, I really do think that this is the difference in our like mindsets. That for me. The most important factor as to whether or not something should be mentioned is if it's interesting. I, I think you should have more rigorous criteria <laughs> than if you just find it interesting. Why? <laughs> that that should be the explanation. That's really interesting. Hyper intelligent ants. It caught your. It caught your fancy. It got a whole lot desi- out of you. An antidote. A- an ant antidote. You'd be a disaster of a GP. <laughs> Do you know I what? I think it's ants. It's cancer. It might be lupus. If you're the, uh, I think it's ant cancer. So, yeah, well, if you really want, if you want to pin me down, then I think it's aliens and some people faking them. Okay, I think that makes sense. And you're going on the on the kind of theory that the Australian one was ground zero, Real, yeah. or at least one of the first recorded ones. Yes. Along with the one, how does it fall in with the Hertfordshire ones? Do you think that what you mean? Oh, they're the, the first ones. recorded alien crop circles? They might be the devil, like I said. Yeah, you're open to that. Hang so. on. What if they've all been the devil? And there's no aliens involved. No, it's all the devil. Well, this is what I was kind of posing at the start, was you seem to be kind of going along the line of they're just silly peasants, but it's actually always aliens when you think yeah. it's the devil. But now you're saying it, they could all be the devil. Now I'm saying, yeah, flip the script. They're How many bottles of things do you have on your desk at any one time, right? Because you keep going in different directions, unscrewing bottles. <laughs> what is so going on? That, that wouldn't get comment. That wouldn't get comment on. Uh, so I have this. Um, I have this. One, <laughs> two, two either side. I have this as well. Three. I guess I have this. If you really must. Four. No. You're the girl in science. I think I've said that before. <laughs> Do you know what? I want to watch. Uh, I'm either going to watch Nope or Signs tonight. Mm, I haven't seen Nope. I haven't heard great things about it though. But anyway, theories wise, where yes. are we? Uh, we're pretty much finished. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. Well, I'd have to say that I love the idea that some of these are hoaxes. If I'm going on your thing, I find the the dimensions communicating with us. Um, I like that. I find that the most. I like. That. I find that the most interesting. Yeah. I don't believe in it, but I find it most interesting. Mm. <laughs> That's what's I, important. I think. The, I think the problem with is the, it being interesting. I think the problem with the hoax thing, if I'm being honest, is I would be pretty. I don't think that they're the only two guys that have hoaxed it. But they're nearly claiming responsibility for the majority of them, which yeah. I think is bullshit. I don't think they've I think that is bullshit. I don't think they've they've done all of them. Well, um, I think if you look up their ones, they're not that great. 
They're not that interesting. They're not amazing. Do you have like, do you have a supreme crop circle, like one that you hold, like the best one? As you I think one of the most famous ones. I heard somebody refer to it as the Eastman fo- um, formation, but I couldn't actually find that when I googled it. But if you look up Led Zeppelin crop circle, the one that's oh wow on okay there, uh, that's probably one of the ones that people point towards as being like the one of the most famous oh uh, yeah you that's very it. cool you know it yeah yeah you you at home will know it as well it looks like a solar system i think is probably oh right what it looks like i would have said um i would have said some kind of key but se- or a yeah. key but no i get or i get where you're coming from as well a key to the solar system yeah well yes but the no, other thing I should mention before we do head off is that a lot of people say that there is like very um, interesting, you know, there are supernatural things that happen within these crop circles and that, that they often happen around places like Stonehenge and stuff. You know, so they, mm. they're tied into into ancient mysticism as well. And I guess that goes back to our our idea of like the 1980 um, or sorry, the, the 1678 one where there is this ancient past to them and and they have been tied I, to mysticism whatever the truth on this i do believe that pranks back in the 1600s had such a, a bigger effect on society than pranks could ever have today oh yeah i'd say like you know you could form a religion on a prank back then like you could be i don't know you could just like I don't know, put mud all over your face or something and be like, oh, I've got a disease. And then you'd be killed. You'd be burned on a bonfire. You know, like even as a kid. Oh, you could fake the plague. No, no doubt. And you'd yeah, be Yeah, but then also trouble. get killed. Yeah, Big yeah. trouble. And then it'd like kill half the town as well. All right. Um, that does it for this week on, uh, what's the name of our podcast? Unexplained Legends. Um, I'm Dennis Len. Uh, you find me Dennis Len 3D. The dog over there as well as uh, fast asleep. No, thank God. And over there is... <laughs> I'm Roger Roberto Sullivan and you can find me uh, as my Irish character on Instagram at Roger O'Comedy I think as well uh, thanks very much for getting us over 105 stars on Spotify give us some Apple ones as well and anyone who is still listening at the moment um, please 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 just uh, tell all your friends to listen to it we've got a bunch of new listeners as well we should probably say hello to Oh, hello everyone Uh, come see me in Edinburgh if you're in the Edinburgh if you're at Edinburgh um, for the Fringe Festival come see me um, I'll be there from the 21st to the 27th doing a show with uh, another brilliant comedian Alex Bertulis Fernandez and you can find if you just google me Alex and Roger work it out that's the show you'll, you'll find what me. venue? no idea no idea ok great no, no right. idea what well, venue no idea the time I just about <laughs> know the dates ok ok perfect well I guess on the back of that um, love you bye, bye.